Murdoch. I'm coming to get you. Remember, Sally, when I promised to kill you last? I lied. Get off my plane. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. John, I'm not gonna shoot you between the eyes. I'm gonna shoot you between the balls. The disease. I'm the cure. I'm gonna take you to the bank, Senator Trent. There can be only one. Dead or alive, you are coming with me. I'm going to kill them all, sir. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the newest episode of Give Me Back My Action Movies, the podcast. I am one of your hosts, Charlie. With me, as always, is Nate. Say hello to the people, Nate. We are almost there, Charlie. It's it's a countdown, this isn't is it? This is our final action spooky movie of the month. Yep, one more for the month. And it's a banger. Is it? I think so. <laughs> Do we want to re- reveal the uh, Halloween episode on what this? What is it what you guys always want to reveal everything like way early? Nah, it's literally one week from now it will come out. Six days. Yeah, but you're, you don't, there's no level of suspense that the people will have. Yeah, but then also the people will be like, oh, God, I didn't have time to watch it. it the one we picked, if you haven't seen this one, though, come on. You may want to revisit it. Uh, fine, 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 fine. Pulling his teeth on this one. God, just freaking announce it. I, you announce it. I don't want blamed if this blows up in your face. We're doing Reanimator on Halloween. Whoop, whoop. Reanimator, man. Get ready for some ooey gooeyness, a cult classic. And we will be joined by Pete and Troy of Good Beer, Bad Movie Night. And if neither of them show up because Nate announced it way too early, that's his fault. On me. (laughs) It's all your fault. I managed to snag a bootleg VHS of Reanimator at Cinema Wasteland. That's awesome. But my current VCR is wanting to eat all the tapes, so I need to get a new used Uh VCR. Yep. Don't risk it now. Got to make sure I'm hitting the tracking button. It's like a bad dog, man. Once it it gets the taste of tape, man, you got to put it down. That's it. Yep, it's done. Yep, Reanimator, another uh, Stuart Gordon, right? That's yep. right. Stuart Gordon and uh, some Barbara Crampton and uh, the other guy. Some Jeffrey Combs. Jeffrey Combs. So some goodness. <laughs> More than just the other guy. Yeah. <laughs> you got brain fog because you're still a little congested. A you're little still bit. a little sick. A little sick. But it'll be, uh, man, it's almost been a year since the last. Stuart Gordon movie. I think it'll be roughly a year since we did From Beyond. Oh, well. Which is very uh, exciting for us to pick Reanimator. Yeah, that wasn't, honestly, wasn't planned. That was pretty much our hopeful guests that show up. Uh, they kind of spearheaded that one. Thankfully, because my God, trying to pick a movie for Halloween Dude, is a nightmare. We had literal, like, 20 30 that we were all just I rattling like off completely over picking movies for halloween because there's too much pressure yeah, that we make so in our own head <laughs> look all my only rule was it just can't be your normal generic halloween it's movie gonna be halloween no that's come on i'd rather do like 
Halloween on Fourth of July. That's more more fun for me, man. What month is halfway to Halloween, and that's when we'll Isn't do like Halloween. In May or something like What's that. What's the fifth one? Yeah, May. <laughs> uh, yeah, May halfway. Hey, when we went to space though. No, we went to space in summer, man. Where you uh, been? I'm the one supposed to have fog brain, not you. I can't remember our themes. <laughs> Action horror. It isn't oh, that horror. And the occasional space. And we go to space. It's, I'm looking forward to that already next year. Yep. So uh, our final horror action, a good blending of action and horror. I picked this one. I've actually been wanting to cover this one for a while. I wanted a really good excuse. And I was like, you know what? Halloween is like the best reason to, to pick this one. And it's end of days with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Ah, I like this movie a lot, Nate. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Torn on this movie. (laughs) Tis torn! I have not seen this movie since it first came out. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, I. it's funny, too, because, like, when we were talking about doing the horror podcast and that potential of doing the action, like we've talked about in the past, just doing strictly action horror movies, this was one of the first ones that you and I had, like, shot back and forth on. Uh, so we knew it was going to eventually come down the road of we were going to cover this movie. And yeah. what better time than now is spooky season because Arnold fights the devil. That's you literally know, the sales pitch. We already did Chuck Norris fights the devil. Now so. it was time for yeah Arnold. So, now, has want, Van Damme fought the devil? Now there's a movie called From Hell or That's what Hell. I thought. I thought he was I don't know with Hell. I don't know if he but fights. But I also thought maybe like, that's a prison movie. Could be. I don't know. Um, Did Dolph fight I, the devil? Dolph fought aliens. Um, I guess depending, you could I think. I think he was a, he was a priest in Johnny Mnemonic. Okay. So, okay. So kind of fought the devil. Kind of fought the devil. Um, who else? Uh, Gaul fought vampires, which is on the list. That's on the list. That's on the list. I forgot that was on <laughs> yeah, the list. It's on the list. Uh, anyone else has fought the devil? <laughs> uh, a lot of people fight the devil, Nate. A lot of people fight the devil on a day-to-day basis, but I'm turn, talking turn who has a machine on. gun <laughs> and shoots at the devil. Right, Arnold. <laughs> Arnold, machine gun. Grenade launcher. Chuck Norris didn't use a machine gun. He would have if he had had one where he But he went. wasn't allowed to bring one. He had a gun. That was good enough. All right, man. Well, let's set this mood, man. Let's knock out this trailer. And then uh, I have a very special back of edition for End of Days today. Yes, you so do. Here's the trailer. Some call him Lucifer. Yet he is known by many names. Many disguises. But only one number. A thousand years you have awaited my return. Behold, you have failed. We're the good guys. They tried to kill me. Why? She's been chosen. Chosen for what? If the dark angel consummates your flesh with this human body, then he unlocks the gate of hell. The 
They said the name of the movie in the trailer. They said the name of the movie. They said the name. And they say the name of the movie in the movie a lot. A lot. If you would have called this anything else, they would have been fools. Well, they tried for Armageddon, but apparently that movie existed. Oh, so. that movie already, already been taken. Yeah, so it. Uh, they had to go with the next best one, End of Days. So, you know. It works. And, you know, Ragnarok doesn't work either because there's really not a lot of Norse in this. No. So, and no Thor. So. I am a very special, not back of the VHS. Why not is that? Even, Why? Not, Why don't not, not the VHS? No, no, no. And not the DVD either. But, 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 but what other media could you have even possibly have found to use? One of the most popular in the 90s. <gasps> oh, man. Back- Back of the laser disc. Ah, yes, laser disc—the one that was going to change the world of technology, every bit of it. So here is kind of back it a little bit, <laughs> a little bit back of the laser disc. All hell breaks loose when Arnold Schwarzenegger battles the ultimate evil in this chilling supernatural action thriller. When a burned-out former New York City cop named Jericho is assigned to security detail for a mysterious and foreboding stranger, Jericho thwarts an incredible assassination attempt. During the ensuing investigation, he and his partner save the life of a beautiful and terrified Christine York, whose destiny involves death, the devil, and the fate of mankind. Now it's up to Jericho to save the girl, the world, and his own soul as he becomes face-to-face with his most powerful enemy ever. Dun-dun-dun! Yeah! Pro-Satan operating systems. Pro-Satan OS. Uh, And that is the final Laserdisc ever pressed. And that is why. It's you decided to do the, the back laser. of the laser. The Man. end of days for the laser disc. Now, I do have a funny story with the VHS. Oh, you do? Okay. <laughs> it was last year, we a cabin out in uh, Pigeon Forge, Gatlinburg area. I know the place. Mm-hmm. You know of the place. You <laughs> I know, know, I know of that location. Dolly Parton. <laughs> yes. Well, the cabin was supposed to have a VCR. And I was like, oh, man, they have a VCR instead of a DVD player. We should swing by like a uh, thrift store and pick up some like horror VHS to bring with us. Yeah. I couldn't find any, but I did find End of Days. Good. It's perfect then. Then we get to the cabin and I find out they do not have a VCR player. Did they have a DVD player? I don't think they did. I think they just had satellite. They had no player. They had no player, but they had a copy of Airheads on VHS. Someone stole the VCR. Someone stole the VCR, but was an idiot and left Airheads. So right. I did an old switch switcheroo and left a copy of End of Days in the cabin and took Airheads with me. Now, normally I'd say you're insane, but... I feel like well, I made a really good trade-off. It's well known that I am a huge fan of Airheads. Love Airheads. 
I think I watched that. I'll find almost... another copy of End of Days <laughs> somewhere down the line. I, think I don't I know if I would Airheads ever find. Every day. Yeah. There was like a <laughs> summer. I watched Airheads, Billy Madison, and Wayne's World every day. I feel like for me, summer. it was like Wayne's World, Saving Silverman were definitely constantly on. I watched that one quite a few times, but never to the extent that I watched Wayne. Wayne's World I've seen. More than any other movie, I can say that. <laughs> With confidence. With, I can probably recite the movie from beginning to end. Just boom. We'll make done. that. When we eventually have a Patreon, we'll just reenact an audio format of Wayne's World. That's right. We'll just, I think it'll be the toast of podcasting. I'll be I the only thing on our Patreon because we don't believe in charging people money. Nope. It'll just it'll be Patreon, but it'll still be free. So everybody yeah. can just I just did it for the name of Patreon. We'll go to our Patreon for our Wayne's World episode. I don't charge anybody for what we do here. I think theft is wrong. So we should do you that. wouldn't steal a car. You wouldn't steal someone's money for what we do. That's it, man. Uh no. Nobody should have to pay for what we do. Uh, so why end of days, Charlie? Why end of days? Good God, man. Um, A, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger on the action channel, man. It's a horror Arnold Schwarzenegger. I mean, yeah, fine. Terminator, the first one, definitely has some horror elements to it. Oh, yeah, definitely. But it's still sci-fi action, you know? Yeah, it's like it's still... definitely much more leans into the action. Yeah. Um, this one got damn close to being like a classic and I'm not, I'm not going to puff it up and say it's more than what it is. I feel like there are some shortfalls in this movie, but a, none of those shortfalls are Arnold Schwarzenegger's fault. I I love him in this movie. I, I like his look in this movie. The ruggedness of him, the uh, five o'clock shadow that he has. Yeah, his his acting, as weird as that sounds to say. Really, I mean, to to really break it down for what the character he's playing is a a, a broken man, just a a burned out, what a former cop, but now, you know, security detail. Yeah, security, whatever he Um, is. I was never quite clear on that. It was the security detail. That's why uh, Kevin Pollock come and got him, and then they were in the car with Gabriel Byrne protecting him. That basically they were Hitman bodyguard before Hitman bodyguard. Yeah, you know, definitely. so that's that's the triple A uh, service that they get with with Arnold Schwarzenegger. That is an A list kind of thing to get. But uh, no, and this was also he had the last movie he had done before this was. Batman and Robin and we all know we all know the jokes but I'm sorry I love Arnold Schwarzenegger in that movie oh no he's fantastic in that movie steals that movie I could watch Mr. Freeze all day he's having an absolute blast and you're having fun with him you just had you're having so much fun and then he had heart surgery so he didn't do a movie for a while because studios were scared to pick him back up you know health scares you know you, you don't want to be the movie that killed arnold schwarzenegger Ooh, that's <laughs> that's a paperwork nightmare 
And this was so out of character for him, man. This was just one of those, like, I watched this in the theater. This was one of those that grabbed me the second I saw it. And I was like, I have to see this movie. It's a dark version of Arnold. Yet when I watched the movie, I still had like elements of true lies, lethal weapon. Then we got like devil's advocate mixed into the middle of it. A little bit of exorcist. And when I look back now, I keep going, why do I feel like there's parts missing in this movie? There's something missing. I always forget stigmata came out the same year oh i was gonna say and gabriel byrne is in stigmata as the priest (laughs) not the devil well the 90s we had this weird obsession with the end of times because we had stigmata we had the ninth gate with johnny depp Mm -hmm. we had bless the child yeah those all i feel like came out relatively back to back oh it's it's all like late late 90s that was also the thing, though, and the other thing I really I really liked about this movie was this is one of those movies that really took hold of what was going on at the time. We were terrified of Y2K. Yeah, that, was that, the, that thing I totally forgot about, okay, truthfully. Oh and I was God, like, wow, dude. this whole plot is seriously around Y2K, but with the devil, because in the late 90s, we were obsessed with the devil was the bad guy. Oh, it was it was another satanic panic going around. With the end of the world, we were hyped up even more because of Y2K. Uh, you know, the whole premise of the movie is, oh, the number of the beast isn't 666. It was inverted in translation. It's 999, as but, in 1999. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, um, this is a weird one for me because I didn't hate it but I don't think it's like a great movie either. But I also don't know if there's anything that uh, Nate's little brain can whip up to fix it, to make me like it a lot. I mean, I was like seriously at a standstill by the time it was over of like, I don't know how I feel about this. There's moments I like, and there's moments that I feel like just kind of happen to happen. Well, what are some of the things that happen just to happen? I, I mean, there's a lot of fruit orgies in this. Y- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I think this this movie had a $100 million budget. Yeah. So, obviously, if it being an Arnold vehicle, Batman and Robin flopped, this didn't do well either, but it's $100 bucks they put in Arnold for a horror movie. Yeah. That's unheard of. That's Completely insane. unheard of. Yeah. You also give me the devil for him to fight, and he does shoot the devil quite a bit and hit him with a train. Yep. And Stan Winston did the practical effects on this movie. His studio. His studio did, yes. Yeah. Big name there. Big name. Fantastic special effects as well. Yeah. Um, there's even moments of this movie, like, they get into a big shootout with a priest mm-hmm. up above, and he's, you know, a gunman. And then they get, the, they get in the helicopter and they go to chase him down. Arnold is, you know, dangling from the helicopter on a wire and chasing him with the helicopter. And you get this big spectacle from it. Like this is a giant 90 summer blockbuster movie that That's somehow the- feels big, but also yeah. really contained. And I didn't understand how to feel with it. 
that's what I called my true lies moment in this movie was helicopter Arnold dangling from a rope chasing who he thinks is the bad guy. Clearly you get like, like with commando where it's like, Oh, that's a stunt man. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Look, Arnold uses stuntmen. There's no, no there's nothing that. wrong with that. It's, it's always no. funny though. Like he's such a hard figure to capture. So it's, it's easier to notice. Look, Nate, he just had heart surgery. Get off his ass, man. Seriously. I expect him to be flying that helicopter <laughs> and dangling and from that helicopter at the same uh, time. But I, I think it was partly if you're going to go watch Arnold in a movie, they knew they had to do something that the fans of Arnold expected. I didn't mind it. To me, this is like a great blend of action and horror element. This is like the Exorcist mixed with Commando. It was good. When the horror was good, it was good. When the action was good, it was good. I, I would say, that, like, with the action, there's more explosions. Like, when there's explosions in this, they are giant, and they are fiery. Oh, yeah. We've you got $100 million. I'm doing big explosions. But to me, I didn't get Exorcist vibes. Because this being 99, I got, this is what happens when you take a big blockbuster movie and mix it with seven. Because we're going could... for a dark, like, twisted... This is the devil. Like, what's he going to do to these people kind of thing? Yeah, and, and I don't I didn't get the noir part of like if you did it with seven. I went exorcist because, you know, they're dealing with demonic possession. The lady with the stigmata at the bottom of the church, um, you know, the priests that are all deciding about what to do about the girl. All right. Know, a lot of the Vatican okay. Knights. Yeah, I, I mean, I was expecting after listening to the spoils of horror episode on a movie called Hellbenders, yeah, the Vatican Knights were going to be the Hellbenders. I was expecting all those guys to come lock and loaded with machine guns and body armor and sunglasses. Nope, just a dagger. Just a dagger. One dagger. One dagger. <laughs> Actually, I think. Well, that that one. I think one guy had a gun because he gets into a shootout with Kevin Pollock. He does. It, yeah, and you know. They all disappear when they get knocked down or throw out it, of windows and stuff like that. It's a very simple shootout that that like Vatican yeah, Knight know, gets I, into, but I, I, I liked don't know how it. Anyone doesn't get shot though. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, like no one gets shot. They're going back and forth between cover, upstairs, and stuff like that. But there was something about like the uh, as the walls are you know getting taken out yeah. by the bullets. I was like. I kind of like this. This feels more it's, realistic. It's like the bad boys <laughs> thing where they're shooting up in the uh, the gang house, you know, the bullets going through yeah. the walls and they're, <laughs> the camera's moving everywhere. It, no, I, 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 I like that. I kind of like, I did enjoy the little bit of mystery that's mixed into this. Like who's part of the devil worshipers? Who's not, you know, like whenever the, uh, the police, lady detective i don't know what you would call her when she gets found out to be one of the cult members that's still kind of like holy shit like well it lets you know this thing goes all the way to the top yeah well you know (laughs) you expect that when he has the interaction with the one cop where he's like you know you remember who you serve and he gets to go in to see you know the guy in the hospital which 
how do you not get like exorcist vibes from that scene when they come back in and he's like pinned to the ceiling? I got seven vibes from that though. Ah, oh, God, I could see, I could see that. And I think a lot of it too is the cinematography, like the uh, the lighting in this, and just kind of how oh, it's, it's super shot. Dark. It's so dark. And, yeah. and like people were saying, like, oh, it's really, really dark. I could still see everything. Oh, like, I saw everything. I kind of yeah. felt like the way that it was shot, and even Arnold doesn't like the way that it looks. Like I was like, I kind of, I feel like that's in favor of this movie. I think it does, and I think the difference is Arnold hasn't done a dark movie. Terminator, that was it. Yeah, everything else has been like daylight. You yeah, know, like, everything's bright, shining. Yeah, there's the only, night scenes and a I'd lot say of stuff. Close to horror, be Predator, but yeah, that's pure daylight all daytime. And Until the final battle at night, yeah. and no, I I think the the setting fits it. I have no problem with how it was lit. I have no problem with anything, man. I do have one thing I would love to have had happen was that they had gotten the original director they wanted. Did you find out who that was? I saw this movie's really weird because there's a lot of names attached to it that kept coming and going and like yeah. dropping out. I saw yeah. Del Toro was one of them. Guillermo del Toro was one, but there's one other that I would have been over the moon had he got this job. Who was the other one? I don't think I saw. Sam Raimi. Oh, that would have been sweet. That was their first pick. Was Sam Raimi and Arnold working together would be incredible. Sam would just keep throwing stuff at Arnold, pissing him off. It would have been awesome. (laughs) And, uh, you know, this is the other thing of I would have loved to have seen that version, but do you know who the original actor that was – uh, attached to this movie was? I uh, know. Was it Kate Winslet at one point? Was Leonardo DiCaprio even? No. Who um, it was. Well, Kate Winslet was supposed to be um, the girl. Christine. Christine. Also Liv Tyler, but something happened with her contract. No. Tom Cruise is who this movie was actually designed to be uh, for him to be the lead actor. I could in honestly see that working. I could. I really could. Weirdly I enough, I could see that working. I honestly think that would have made it less action-y had they had gone the Tom Cruise route. And I don't know, because now you're talking like, what, just before? No, that would have been just after Mission Impossible 2. Just after, but I'm talking, I don't see Tom Cruise going and getting a machine gun and a grenade launcher and oh, going no, after no, say. No. <laughs> That's what I meant. I think there would have been action in it for sure. Not Arnold Schwarzenegger action. If anything, that's where I want more commando. Is like all of the devils, like thugs, are your classic. They got torches and pitchforks. I know they like grab whatever was around. I think one guy had a prosthetic arm that he was holding up. Like maybe he popped off his left arm and was holding that one up just because he's like, I forgot to bring something from home. They're like, wait, Um, we're doing this now. Damn it. (laughs) I forgot that the devil comes on 1999 because it's 999. You know, I think 666 sounds way cooler. It's not even. Sorry, guys. It's not even his prosthetic leg. It was his roommate. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, I got to borrow this. I just got beeped. For those of you that don't know what getting beeped means, that means in the 90s we used pagers, <laughs> yes, which means you would true. get a phone number that appeared on a small box that you clipped to your belt, and you would have to go to either a pay phone or to a place that would have a phone and would call said number to find out who was beeping you. My family never had a pager. I always I wondered why. I think I it had a pager. It felt like it was such a big deal back then. I had a pager the first job I had in Columbus. And I swear, I think we had them for like six months, and then we all got Nextels. That was <laughs> that's how fast I had a pager. Classic and it's Nextel. Like, yeah, oh, hell yeah, man. Love Nextels, man. Just Nothing's give it, give it a that. a bunch of 
adult dudes walkie talkies. That's yeah. basically <laughs> all they did. Beep. There it is. Beep. I can't do it. My, I'm all stopped up. I can't do my next tell sound effect. <laughs> I feel like this thing hits on all the right notes for me for some reason. It I I let's let's talk about Arnold. Let's just let's focus on him for a little bit. He's tortured because his wife and daughter are killed. You don't know why at the beginning. He pretty much tries to commit suicide within the, like the first, I don't know, eight minutes of the movie. I mean, the first time he comes on screen. Oh, yeah. Second, you see him. a gun to his head. And his partner knocking so on the door. So we have a door. broken man. Then you have Kevin Pollack being his uh, partner, which I kind yeah. of forgot Kevin Pollack even exists in general. And he's supposed to be like <laughs> the, be? the funny guy. Don't be mean to Kevin Pollock. I'll something. be mean to Kevin Pollock because he betrays our boy. That's like usual suspects. You know, that was kind of. It was kind of weird because I've seen this movie quite a few times and I've gotten to where I watch it going. Did he turn when he was caught on fire? Because they kind of say that. Well, they but mention it like when you're like, on fire that, you, you know, you'll, you'll agree to anything. Yeah. But also, when you watch it, he acts weird around Arnold in the movie. You know? He acts weird, and then, like, when he kidnaps Christine in the movie, he acts super weird. Oh, it's it's turned up to 11. And then he, like, fights the control of the devil over him and, you know, his friendship with Arnold. So, I guess it's just Kevin Pollock being Kevin Pollock. So, he's all he was always his friend because that's what turns him. So, I guess that would make more sense. But I do like Arnold's, like, delivery with everyone. This very, like, short, just no nonsense. Like, when he drops a joke, it's funny, but it's also, like, a middle finger every time he drops a joke. In There's movie. definitely some darker one-liners. Uh, one of my favorite ones is, like, now I have to believe in God to solve a crime. Yeah. That cracked me up. Uh-huh. Um, another we a, one. We had a was... difference of opinion. Yeah. I thought my wife and daughter should live, and he didn't. I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my favorite by far, though, is as the plot is being revealed that the devil comes every thousand years to bang a chick to yeah. make his baby that we can have the Antichrist, um, that this time is going to happen on 1999, because, you know, 999. Yeah. And, but you have to do it between the hours of 11 and midnight, I think. Yeah. That's when you have to bone in order to make the devil baby. And then Arnold's like, well, is that Eastern Standard Time? I love that, <laughs> dude. Because like that right there was the movie even acknowledging like, all right, that's a pretty big plot hole. And yeah. then the priest is just like, well, it's more of like a relative time. Like, you know, as long as he's like in the window, I guess. Well, Because <laughs> Australia is going, well, it's already 2000, guys. Yeah. Well, we're like, you're Australia. You don't count. We have Australia <laughs> listeners. Please don't stop. Your world is already Australia is already trying to kill you. So for all you know, you're trying to deal with the devil right now. Australia is the cause of the end of days. That's what's going to happen right there. No, they, they and I do. I, I, I give them some credit because, yes, they poke fun at that. But then they also go like, well, we also have an answer. It's because when they decide when we found out when the end of time was going to be, we started counting backwards. So our time is correct. The Gregorian calendar is the <laughs> accurate one. And I'm like, cool, man, I'm with you. What about daylight savings time, though? Does that play a factor? What in about a leap year? What if this yeah, falls? Because then, year. like, what happens there? 
aren't we like losing a second or gaining a second every so many years? I don't know. Is the Mayan it's, calendar taking an effect right now? That's not till 2000 or 2012. Oh, 2012. 2012. That's when John Cusack saved the world from the Armageddon, which yes. was a different Armageddon. Not that Armageddon. Yes. Yeah. It's easy to get all these uh, confused. It really is. I mean, just basically, no, humans are pieces of shit and we're gonna be the demise of our own thing that's but that's basically if we it. have a chance to fight back with a machine gun against the devil we will i love when he goes and arms up you totally get an arnold moment in this you movie do of him grabbing everything but you like, are not expecting it though <laughs> I, I wanted more carnage from arnold though because it's like yeah he's just fighting the devil and it's you should have made all the, the rioters demons, okay? And then now you have an excuse for Arnold to rack up a really high body count. I mean, there's Satanists. I mean, did you really need good reasons? Listen here, all right? <laughs> Most Satanists are just afraid to leave their basement. and You're not wrong. They're not going to be the people carrying the tiki torches. That's right. <laughs> they're Speaking really of- just like hanging out, <laughs> listening to Black Sabbath. Speaking of Satanists, I didn't know you had a bit part in this movie. Did I? Yeah. You weren't you were that kid that had the I love Satan t-shirt on that the devil literally looks at him and goes, I like your shirt. <laughs> I forgot about my little cameo. Your little uh cameo in there, and then he tells off Satan. And Satan gets him run over by a garbage truck or a this bus or something. also something that would happen to me. <laughs> I was pretty sure that happened to you at one point. I yeah, it was... usually does. It comes and goes. Every thousand years, I reappear. Every thousand years, between... you run around with a I love Satan shirt. Yeah, between the years that end in 21 and, let's see, 23 is when I do podcasts. Oh, there we go. So we're done at 23. Is that what you're telling me? It's very, I, this is the prophecy. I didn't write <laughs> it. Has, it has been prophesied. <laughs> the chosen podcaster will how, end. How long do we have to do this to get to 666 episodes? I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah. You That's know a, what? It's taken a lot longer to get to 100 than I thought. So you ain't wrong, man. I feel like we're going backwards. And even then, I... we're going to have to get to 999 for it to officially count. That's right. It's upside down. Well, by that yeah. point, man, I can't stop on that number. I got to hit a thousand. Yeah. Like, I, I, hit I would, four that digits, would really baby. irk me. Like, when I'm at the <laughs> gas pump and it's uh, 19 gallons and 99, and it's like $41.99. I'm like, I, I got to have one or the other. Yeah. But what if it's 19 gallons and 99 and exactly $41? Then that means I'm fueled by Satan. Fueled by Satan. <laughs> Why don't we have that energy drink? It'd be an awesome energy drink. Tenacious to have. D should get on that. Fueled by Satan. <laughs> Light your ass on fire. But no, it's it's all good. So Arnold obviously is the main draw to this movie. And as the action guy. That's why I went and watched it, man. It it was I mean, that's why we ran it when I was a kid, because it was Arnold. It was Arnold, it had horror, and honestly, a fantastic cast. Gabriel Byrne is underrated as far as I'm concerned, man. He just has this presence about him in this, in Stigmata, most any other movie he's been in. He just, it's it's kind of like this mix of like a little bit of De Niro, 
a little bit of um, a little bit of Pacino. You know, this he could have been in Goodfellas. He might have been. I don't know, but he just has this. this <laughs> he could have been in one of those. What? My cousin Pacino. Yeah, something. Yeah. Uh, it, because it's been so long since I seen it, I remember him being in this. Mm. In my head was he was the devil. Uh, already, I, I did. I did not remember him being a normal guy getting possessed, getting right. taken over. Right. Um, so that was kind of like, well, wait. If the devil can have predator cloaking armor and mm. fly around, why mm. doesn't he just kind of like fly around to get closer to Christine? Well, then he ha- he would have. So, bravo to the writers. They answered this loop, this like plot hole that would have been there. So. When we see the the devil in cloak mode uh, roaming around, which is funny, there's like half a dozen little Arnold movie tropes that the devil is in cloak mode. And then whenever he blows up the uh, restaurant, he comes walking out of the fire like the T-1000 when the truck blew up. And then he punches through a dude's uh, chest just like he did in Terminator. So there's like all these little Arnold-isms going on in the movie <laughs> but anyway they um when when he's flying around we see gabriel Byrne get out you know get out of the car go into the restaurant and the devil is like going past people like he'll get close to someone then pass them so you're like oh, he's, he's gotta be going to that guy but why later in the movie it says that there was that time that the 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 girl just happened to be born on the day that the the um god's eye was uh you know in the sky you know, yeah because you do the movie it does open up with her as the, a baby just getting the born. prophecy the prophecy has been fulfilled um but they dropped the nugget that as well as there was a man chosen to be the vessel of satan so he was already chosen years ago. And I'm not going to okay, say it was so that. I, I, I must have missed that because I, I thought it was super fast, rando. And then I was like, well, as this body is starting to become more and more depleted, he could do, uh, what was that one movie? Was it Denzel Washington about like oh, the spirited fallen. killer? Yeah. Like where it's fallen. like, he just touches another person. You're yep. supposed to like, oh shit. Now where's he at? That yep. was kind of also my thought process. Like, well, why does he just do that? So, and I think that's what, where things have to, like we did in our live stream, they actually got rules in this movie, unlike a certain other movie about hell and demons. And the razors. You know, and yeah. You could so, say Hellraiser. We, the, the episode's out. We could talk about it. I know it. it's out, but I was just like, not trying to name drop, you know. Oh, oh just, whoops. Yeah. Way Sorry, Pinhead. Name. Thanks. But. Yeah, now he's pissed off at me. He's not going to return oh, my calls. God, dude, why you got to mess with stuff? I keep no, trying but... to get Pinhead on the show. Every time that you know Pinhead calls my phone, my phone starts to bleed, and just the words "suffering" is left on the voicemail. I don't like my phone. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it did that anyway. <laughs> that's a, that's what iPhone is, right? It that's what it did out. before the update. It... It shoots out chains and attaches itself to you. That's why it I'm Android. It really hurts. It goes for I, the nipples every time. I'm Android, man. I don't have to deal with that stuff. You don't have to deal <laughs> with the chainy nipples. I don't I don't deal with Satan Apple. 
and all that good stuff. Pro Satan operating system. Pro Satan say. operating system, which is Apple. Speaking <laughs> of Apple, did you see the Apple computers? There's Apple computers at the uh, protection agency headquarters. It was the baby blue see-through the back of the monitor, you know, those translucent colors. Oh, yeah, colors. that's the ones that my school had. Yeah. They were cool. There was one in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> There's also an old box TV in this movie, not like your standard box TV, the one that was like uh, what, like your grandparents had where you had to get oh, yeah, up and yeah. crank the, the knob to change the channel, and it was also, you know, a decorative piece in the house. It, it was in a cabinet. Yeah. It's, yes. It, it had it was wood grain. Wasn't TV. quite your dad's uh toolbox that was yeah. a TV stand, but close. Ours was more versatile. Unless you had the TV that also had the record player in it, then you were you were there, man. You were doing good. Uh, one of the things that also cracked me up in this movie, um, Arnold goes to the church, right? Yeah. To confront what the hell's going on. Talk to this priest. You know, the priest is like, oh, you got to start believing. And then, like, he thinks Arnold leaves, but really Arnold just hastily follows him to the basement. Yeah, that priest is running. Yeah, and they're just performing an exorcism in the basement. I don't know if it's an exorcism. I don't know what they were performing. I definitely felt like that was their way of being like, well, this is what priests do in the basement of church after hours. We we have to be careful. (laughs) I, I just had to be clear. Go ahead. That's fair, but I was just going to say, I prefer my exorcisms to be in the back alley behind a Dollar General. That's better than where I thought you were going with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> see, I, I, I'm just saying, instead of in the basement, I would rather have my exorcisms out on the streets. Just out in public for everyone. Out in the public. And see, that was my confusion, because I guess I don't, I don't, I have no idea about anything with, the Catholic religion or anything like that. But they said she she was experiencing stigmata, which she gets the the wounds of the crucifixion. She starts speaking in tongues. Now, it could have been she was tied up to prevent herself from hurting herself. Um, But also, I was like, if that's an exorcism, all the other priests in that basement were really calm and just going about their business. Like, Well, yeah, because it's just a normal Tuesday night. I'm pretty sure one was like checking his email. The other yeah. one was playing. But like, this is back then where I've been like, you got mail. Oh, yeah. It was bing. The Lord have giveth you mail. I don't know. <laughs> don't know. <laughs> that was the special filter they got. Oh, that's right. You could get yeah. different like little things to add on to it. That's awesome. <laughs> God. We're going to hell, Nate. We're A little bit. <laughs> Oh, hey, you know what? I think maybe we should take a commercial break. Yeah, real maybe quick. we should really collect our thoughts. Uh, let's do that. The Transformers will return after these messages. Hey, this is the one-man goldmine, the one-man enterprise of professional wrestling and all entertainment, Flynn Hendricks. And you better believe when I'm looking for a good podcast to listen to, I go to my own. I go to the I Know You Hear Me podcast hosted by me, Flynn Hendricks. That is such a fresh perspective for how you should look at life, too. Like, I just, I love that. 
And then when I'm feeling spooky, I go to my other podcast, Tales from the Haunt, where myself, yeah. I want my head shoved inside a 15-pound silicone mask more. You know, <laughs> I want to have a bucket of sweat coming off me at the end of the night. And just Jeff. Dogs don't lay eggs, please. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you so much. Talk to other scare actors about what it takes to get into the world of scare acting. So if you're curious about how people became professional wrestlers, actors, prioritized their mental health, became entrepreneurs, avoided burnout, or got into scare acting, you need to go check out I Know You Hear Me and Tales from the Haunt. Available on all podcasting platforms. And I know you hear me. Terminator! I'm back. Got to find John Connor. But evil T-1000 gets to him first. Hey, back off. Terminator's heavy metal cycle zeroes in and fires. Ah. But T-1000 stands to get even. This is for getting on my bad side. You're next, John Connor. I'm back. Terminator deploys his secret weapon. Hasta la vista, baby. Terminated this time. Terminator is back. gentlemen welcome to give me back my pro wrestling the podcast that's based on the old school but can still help you find the good stuff from today jimmy street and the plastic chic jared are the undisputed tag team champions of the wrestling podcast world from thought-provoking topics to superstar interviews to action figure expertise this team does it all and all they ask is give me back my pro wrestling Every other Thursday, wherever you listen to podcasts. We now return to the Transformers. How did we never get a Terminator like '90s cartoon? I don't know. That it just that's feels an like odd that would one. happen. Like, like set in the future. So then you're mostly just killing robots. Yeah, like, and it's just, and then it all be lasers as well. Oh, so yeah, follow yeah. the '90s guidelines, you know. Full-on G.I. Joe-style yeah. red laser, blue red laser. Um, it's I'd almost like I'm that. 30 years too late for that idea. Never too late, man. I bet can... James Cameron didn't, like... I bet whatever his contract was, he did not sign away that part. It seems like a missed opportunity, man, because we had Rambo, we had RoboCop, we had all yeah, kinds of awesome, like, killer. action. Yeah. We got toys, though. I actually still oh, have some toys. of my... I have some of my Terminator. Actually, the one uh, that's in this commercial that I played, I have that one <laughs> that's nice. in the commercial. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I still have those floating around. I, I like my Terminator stuff. Um, I didn't get End of Days toys, though. I didn't get my giant Satan demon that pops up out of the church floor playset With action wings. Action deployable and it'd have, wings. have like, a little like, lever on the back and make them flap like a bat. You make them flap, and then you would hit another button, and all the stained glass windows would fall out. Yeah, and then all the pews would pop up with springs, because apparently there's a miniature of that, and I watched the making of, and they made an exact replica of a real church, and that's how they did all that. Nice. And it was fantastic to watch. The mini. Okay, so when I say miniature, they filmed in an act. They filmed. They filmed the end of this in an actual church. That's pretty what sweet. Ch- church A gives you permission to do that. B, there's a scene they film in there that's ne- technically not in the movie. 
is they made a practical devil demon. There was an actual animatronic dude in a suit demon. And the director went, it's not big enough. Yeah, he needs to be bigger. From my understanding, though, when I was looking it up, was we got to see glimpses of the actual practical suit, but then they enhanced it in CGI. There there might have been some small, because I mean, honestly, man. The face and stuff, I thought, was supposed to be part of the practical of what Stan Winston's team had brought to life. Well, no, but then it, when they realized like, no, we want to make it giant, you know? Yeah. Like 25 feet or something yeah. like that is what they said, but they did mod. I mean, what we see is what they built. It is modeled after what they did. They just, you can't build that big of one and you definitely couldn't have filmed it in the church. But I was reading like, even the guys that were doing it, they were like, it was really weird to puppet Satan in a, church a real church that's gotta be a little um, strange yeah it's gotta be and, a little i don't think this is allowed and so the, there was a lot of the shots of arnold standing in the middle of the church and in order like for the pews to start jumping up and everything to explode they built a miniature set so that they could superimpose his uh film scenes on there the miniature set still ended up being like 40 some feet long and the ceilings were 20 foot tall for the miniature. That's insane. It's crazy. That's but they such actually, a cool model set. Oh, uh, dude, all the stained glass windows were like miniature, not real glass, but they hand cut all of the spots where the glass is supposed to explode. And they had giant air cannon canisters behind each window. So that air that you kind of see blowing in is air cannon air, and it's just blowing those windows out. That's sweet. And then the dome is a miniature that they made collapse. So, like, normally what we have now, all that would have been cg That would have been CG glass, CG dome. The pews would have been CG. This was all miniatures. This was all still practical effect. And I watched it in HD last night, and it held up. I enjoyed the, the hell out of it. That's the thing that, like, I was impressed by. I'd say probably 90% of the practical effects or special effects, whatever you want to say, CGI-wise, it all... Does it, it aged well? It did. It, it doesn't look bad. There's like there's two that I I wouldn't want them redone, but they don't hold up as well. One was where two the two that the I dude, thought of as well. The dude shatters in the glass on the oh subway. Oh my god! When Flea, like Dollar General Flea, Dollar like, General Flea, breaks into a million pieces in the weirdest way, and like it's a cool idea, but like. That and technology look, was not there. <laughs> it wasn't ready, but man, I love that character. He is creepy without oh, having I to forgot say how creepy he anything. was. And he's barely in the movie, and he makes that much of an impact. And we you got Power Man five thousand following Christine around, and then he breaks into a million pieces. Oh my god! Um, so it's that one, and then the end fire leaving arnold's body so the end fire was one of mine yeah and then it was right when the devil strikes him and there's Uh this weird like um it reminded me of like the godzilla where it's like oh we have to superimpose like the giant creature with the the human kind of thing like when they the devil basically punches him in devil form is what it looked like uh yeah that was a little wonky but other than that everything else was like this is still pretty well done It, it all holds up um 
most of the choreography, I think, holds up for a lot of the fight scenes, the gunplay. You know, when Arnold shoots something and it's supposed to blow up, it blows up. The uh, the subway train car sequence. I was going to say, uh, the oh, whole rack with the subway train is very well done. All Again, all miniatures and practical uh, railway cars that they filmed on. So all the interior shots are in a real subway car they made exact replicas like i'm I'm listening to this guy and he's like it's down to like the square inch that we replicated it and they use the models to figure out how to film so that where the camera would come you know like the train car would come towards the camera and even how bright the explosion needed to be so it didn't like flare out the cameras i was like that's there's a lot going into some of these movies that some people well, just like. they had this Ugh. insane budget to deal with yeah. where it's like in the airtime, this movie should have probably only cost like twenty five million dollars. I'd say I'd, I'd probably go around 50. I think I, 50 I feel like this would be a mid budget type movie for had not, giant Hollywood studio, let's say, you know. Well, I think I think Universal, I think it's Universal that still could have done this. Um. Without Arnold, though, you know your budget's going to get cut by half. You know, the second it happens, you know, it's yeah. like, we got Arnold. Here's $100 million. We don't got Arnold. You have $50 million. What? what? That's how it works, man. Um, and unfortunately, it kind of barely made money. It it made 200 worldwide. It only made like 60 yeah, in the Domestic? states, like it's technically yeah. a flop. Oh, it people didn't know. Well, and that's the thing, people didn't know what to do with it. I guess looking, I liked it when it came out, but looking at it now, I can actually appreciate it more with what we've been given. I mean, we I and mean, we still haven't gotten a lot of serious Arnold or even horror movie Arnold. There's like two. Well, we're dealing with the phase like right after uh, Batman, Robin. You got this you got the sixth day you God, know it's terrible yeah oh like we we God. start this was like the end of an error kind of thing collateral damage you know that wasn't that good either yeah I mean, it's okay but it wasn't great. And it's like we got these strings of like misfire 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 then they're like well all right let's do turner mayor three and it's like uh, nope that wasn't it either you know that and you know arnold never really went this like straight to dvd route like dolph did and van damme and yeah Seagal. like all alone uh, well Stallone Stallone, fight the devil i don't he did a he did a horror-esque movie with it's called icu yeah, but that was him fighting a serial killer that was actually pretty but cool. I, that's the only thing i could think of that's like horror style that uh that stallone did i don't think stallone fought the devil um damn that's a whole that's a whole thing we gotta we should have looked up is like how many i guess so i, I came unprepared i wasn't yeah. ready for how many people may have potentially fought the devil well you know it's like it's always old priests i don't want yeah. <laughs> an old priest going up against Looking the at devil. you amityville horror god where nothing happens jesus amityville Bleh. Get where's my Amityville Thanksgiving? That's what I'm looking it's forward coming to right soon. now. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch. It. I've been watching some weird shit lately, so it's fine. I watched. I watched Body Melt. I've been wanting to do Body Melt because I've never seen it. You may want to watch it first before we try to put it <laughs> on the show. 
I'm just going to say that. Yeah. I didn't say I didn't like it, but I'd watch it first. <laughs> I'd watch it first. Well, we, we made it all the way up to, you know, Satan, Arnold showdown. Satan takes over Arnold's body and he has the willpower to fight or fight off the devil so that Arnold doesn't impregnate the girl in the hour before new year's there was like three minutes left when the devil took over arnold and i'm like this dude is not in a hurry like seriously no i mean he has a very fine window and i'm like it's you're running out of time dude like i was expecting like the the action movie the clock top you know uh countdown boop 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 like right in the corner of the tv because (laughs) He like tricks her into thinking it's, you know, still Arnold. Then he's like, no. Then he like drags her. Then he picks her up. He lays her on the altar. He talks to her. I'm like, dude, we ain't got time for pillow talk. If you got to get this done, you've got to get this done now. And no, took forever. This is why he's a terrible devil. You want to know how I knew he was a bad devil? How'd you know he's a bad devil? Well, when he's walking around town, there's this like terrible metal music following him around. And one of it was like he had Rob Zombie music just playing as he's walking around. I'm like, a good devil would have white zombie music playing as he's walking around. Okay. So I wrote down who was on the end of day soundtrack. Oh, it's incredible who's all on it. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I had it. And it got stolen in uh, my first batch of CDs in my car. I looked up a fun fact about the soundtrack. Okay. Well, do you? uh, I'll run through who's on the soundtrack. And then you do your fun fact. So we start off with Corn. Yep, of course. Obviously. Rob Zombie. Limp Biscuit. Cracked me up. Everlast. (laughs) The Prodigy. Power Man 5000, which I thought was hilarious that you made the five Power Man 5000. That was before I knew Power Man 5000 was on the soundtrack, too, when I looked it up. I had already written it in my notes. <laughs> uh, Stroke, Sonic Youth, Eminem, and uh, there's two more. Creed. <laughs> That was and actually about the one dude getting crucified on the ceiling. That's it. Thomas, brother Thomas. And one more that I swear to God, if you don't know the song or you can't like really pick out the voice, you're like, what is this song? Guns N' Roses made a song for this movie. <laughs> and I swear to God, it's the most un Guns N' Roses yeah, song. This would have been like Buckethead era Guns N' Roses. Oh my God, man. It, it until there's like a, 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 a like a small little section where Axel actually gets to sing like Axel. You're like, what is this music and why is it like the main credit song? Oh, it's the GNR song that they made movie this is it boys this is the big gnr comeback we're on the end of days soundtrack arnold and guns and roses have always gone together man terminator 2 last action hero this is true yeah it's hand in hand so i'm not mad that they did it but i'm just like that is the most un guns and roses song here's what's even crazier the soundtrack sold a million copies what that means there's yeah it went platinum that means there's a million people that at one point had a cd or cassette 
of the end of days soundtrack, which means they have now found their way to the local Goodwills. They have now found their way to the local half price books. Um, I was one of those million. I, I, <laughs> I know I, I had this, my spawn, the movie soundtrack, my soundtrack did better than the movie technically, <laughs> but I mean, that's some, that's some bangers right there, man. Oh, it I is mean, for that era. And this was, this came out in 99. It came out in 99? I thought it came out in 98. No, I think it came out in 99. So did this come out the same year as Matrix? I, yeah, technically. That's, I think Matrix I think came Matrix out in 99. 99. Yeah, 1999. You had perfect marketing, guys. How did you screw this up so bad? <laughs> you didn't have us marketing That's the it. film. I would Me as an 11 year old has more knowledge to market a film than studio executives. Matrix 1999, man. That's insane. There's, but I mean, think about that, man. They had like same type of idea for the uh, soundtrack, you know, that same type of music, you know, vibe. Arnold's wearing a leather trench coat a lot of the times in this. He's got machine guns. I mean, this is basically Arnold Matrix. That was the other with, thing, all right. With, with this the movie. devil. <laughs> yeah, Matrix with the devil. Um, this movie also felt like they had watched Rosemary's Baby and went, you know what Rosemary's Baby needs? A lot of machine guns and explosions. I'm just saying, horror movies get a thousand percent better with machine guns. It works <laughs> just, with werewolves. I just picture, it, you know, the omen happening, and then you hear like, the clicking of a gun and like the pin of a grenade being thrown. And it's just an all out Arnold shooting. Can you just imagine that one seven year old Damien? It's all for you, Damien. Clack, clack. Boom. (laughs) Just everywhere. There's a lot of horror movies that could have been solved with a machine gun. In it, the part two part, you know, they uh, they all just come back with machine guns when they go back to Derry. Right. Yeah. Pennywise doesn't stand a chance. Yeah, we just go shoot that alien up, man. It ain't bulletproof. <laughs> you know, it's real. I mean, Hellraiser shot- three. We all decide that we're gonna open the box that we can bring a tank into hell. Yeah. Oh, I'm now. Wait, we can do that. <laughs> if we so. open it up in the hangar. Ooh. Then we, the yeah, hangar we becomes- open it up. And then we we get in the tank. We're already in the tank when we open it up. That way we just drive the tank into hell. Oh, can I spray paint torture tank on the side of it? That'd be pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bullet head. That's awesome. I got to write a movie. Hold on. <laughs> I swear, man, everything's better with machine guns. Period. Amityville Horror would have been a thousand percent better with machine guns. It would have been so much better if as soon as that house started messing with them, they just start unloading on the house with machine guns. That priest, he's like, I ain't worried about no ghost. He rolls up on the house, flips up his trunk, and he just pulls out all his gats. Yeah, and he pushes back his jacket, and he's like one guy with six guns. He's the total like boondock saint. <laughs> yeah. He is the Amityville saint. And he just comes in and he's like, your ass is grass. You know, and that's <laughs> that's it, man. Sacrifice this bitch. You know, boom. Done. Duka, 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 duka. <laughs> it's nothing to get crucified over. Just 
the sixth sense is actually John McClane. I would, I would be a thousand percent better. <laughs> He's just shooting ghosts. Everything. Everything is I better see with dead people. <laughs> Where? I make dead people. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's Stallone looking into a mirror. Candyman. Candyman. <laughs> you candyman. <laughs> he's just, and he's got both his guns from Cobra. <laughs> but Candyman doesn't show up because he's like, I don't know what this dude's saying. What is he saying? Come on, Candyman, you pussy. Let's go. <laughs> I do candy first. <laughs> Oh, Desperado dude. is fighting. Uh, what is it? The Curse of La Lorano. I think that is the Spanish ghost. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> we can fight ghosts with machine guns. I don't know. He's like, it should be like Desperado, but it's versus like Leprechaun. You know, he just goes out <laughs> against all the leprechauns. Although I, I guess technically... my boy Desperado like that. I don't want my boy going against C rated Leprechaun. <laughs> Although I have to say, Leprechaun has gone up against machine guns, so he gets he went, a pass. Yeah, he went up against paintball guns. Well, he also went to the hood, and there were <laughs> machine guns in that one, too. So all right, it's so all machine good. guns do make horror better, I guess. I'm telling you, man, I just I think we came up with a whole new podcast idea. <laughs> How we make movies better with machine guns. It's gone with the wind, and the wind has machine guns. Look, I follow these guys that have a podcast. I follow them on Twitter. Their podcast is called Exploding Helicopter. And their show is about movies that helicopters explode in. And I'm like, that's genius. Yeah, it is. Now you do the podcast of movies that should have an exploding helicopter in them. You, they should have had exploding helicopters. But I'm going, we go with machine guns. Yeah. Heavy artillery. And we took, like, Overlord had machine guns. That movie Pretty was fantastic. <laughs> Ghosts of Mars. Machine guns. Pretty freaking awesome. Uh, I'm just, I'm going more art house, art house with it. Like, there will be blood, but with machine guns. That way it's like, oh, there will be blood. X, but Pearl has a machine gun. <laughs> <laughs> that movie would be way shorter. <laughs> She brings out old painless. <laughs> no more horny teenagers on my farmhouse. <laughs> Good God. Oh, okay, we're done. We're done. Let's 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 do the body count since we're talking about machine guns. Happy feet. I'll show you global warming and the penguins all have guns. That's not even a are we making any movie better with machine guns? Yes. That's where Any I'm at now. At all. <laughs> oh my god! The sound of music. Wait, there's machine guns in that one too. <laughs> I never saw Son it. Son of a bitch! Love there's... actually. Love actually. That's it. We're gonna go kick Love's ass. I'm fairly certain that's what Liam Neeson says in that. So then he goes and he's like, "It's time to take Love back." He's like, "I got a particular set of skills. I love too hard." <laughs> <laughs> Love free or was... die hard. Love free or die. 
Now we're making action movies, love movies. What's wrong with you, man? (laughs) You know what? That's funny you mentioned that because I had a way to like make the devil's plan better in this movie. You know what? Before we body count, why don't you tell me how you make the devil's plan better? It's all, all all good. So they could have easily just made this a romantic comedy where Satan comes to Earth and he does a meet cute with Christine. And, you know, you can catch more flies with honey is all I'm saying. So his entire plan is the bone. And he doesn't even attempt to get to know, like, what her likes and dislikes are. Uh, He never cooks for her. Uh, He doesn't take the time to hear about her day. I I don't think he really cares about her. And you know what? If he would have put forth a little effort and, you know, tried to be a nice guy, maybe he would have gotten a little bit further with his plan. I think that's the exact opposite of what they were going for with Satan. Yeah, the exact opposite of what his plan was. Because he was like, I'll just start blowing stuff up, and that will get Christine's attention. It's like, no, you don't do that. Like, what I don't understand is she was living in the house with his, like, servants of Satan. How do you screw that up? I know. They and were one of those like beats the shit out of Arnold, which I'm going to say bullshit on. Holy There's crap, no way that old lady. granny gets the drop on Arnold. She flips him around that room like a rag doll. And it's like Arnold's just like, I don't know what's going on. I think maybe that's it? why he was just like, I'm getting my ass kicked right now. None of this makes any sense. Get to the walker. I don't know what is going on but yeah it's like you guys fumbled on the you know the one yard line that's exactly what this movie is about you your inches and goal that was all the whole time you had advantage from the moment she was born what i mean if you didn't want to like tie her up forever which i think is also weird like why wouldn't you just have her locked up and ready but you know i guess trying to keep her fit you know satan's kind of like eh she gotta look good yeah, I guess so. But it's like, okay, let's say, I don't know, 72 hours before the big time, we lock her in a room. No, I'm just saying. I'm saying a year before it, he does a meet cute. They meet at the park. His dog <laughs> runs into her dog. And then he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. They go on a date. It doesn't go really well. <laughs> when Satan met Christy. Instead of Harry met Sally, it's Satan met Christy. You know, like it's a drama piece about an hour and a half into is when they break up. He's trying to figure out how to win her back in the 11th hour and 1999. Oh, right damn. before. Yeah. I think Hallmark did this. Hold on. Hallmark's <laughs> listening now. It ain't just Hollywood. Hallmark's paying attention to us. His plan was really bad. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Like, <laughs> it's like he didn't want to win. Like he's just you know self destructed at the end you know he's like I that's why I think at three minute countdown to Bone Town he took his time because you know he's like this jackass also had Arnold dangling from a window like fifteen feet oh no like thirty feet oh really yeah. high all right I don't know feet but they were high <laughs> and Arnold's like he's like I'll I'll take your hand don't worry I'll help you out and then Arnold like tosses that fool out the window so the devil thought for a second that he was actually going to win arnold over even though he claims he can see everything he didn't see his ass getting chucked out that window arnold deceived the master deceiver yes see 
That's insane. All right, man. Body count time. Yeah. Leave anything for us? Just bodies. Body count. Body count. Body count. Body count. Well, with everything, machine guns do make movies better. Body count in this is 72. Is it really? Yeah. I did not expect that. Yeah, there's a lot of like collateral damage. Yeah, I guess so. I think, <laughs> I think that's where they got the name for one of his future movies. Was just like, you remember what we did in uh, End of Days? There's a lot of collateral damage. And Arnold's like, whoa, wait a minute. Whoa, like whoa, that. say that again. That sounds really cool. I like, I like, ooh, collateral damage. We should do a movie about that. You call my people. My people will call your people. We'll make a movie. <laughs> I'm congested. I can't Cigar is just dripping out of his mouth. Always a cigar, man. Never, never not have a cigar. So, no. 72 it's impressive but i mean there there really is a lot of collateral damage. like the there's an entire restaurant of people that explode like 10 minutes into this movie yeah i guess you're right yeah i mean you have that's that. the devil's way of not paying for a meal. right that he skipped Dick. out on the on the on the doesn't on the, even the tip meal. the girl got a tip anywho <laughs> let's do a kill of the week have you ever killed anyone yeah but they were all bad Ooh, it's Arnold. Oh, it's the guy. It's 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 the guy in the movie. The guy. All right, Nate. There's two in particular I'm thinking of. Well, the one that sticks out to me happens very quickly, but they're on the train, and there's a poor conductor who just gets his heart completely ripped out by the devil. And all he was trying to do was drive the train. He wasn't even the one trying to hit the devil with the train. He tried Arnold's the one that made him, and he tried stopping. So yep. he is collateral damage. Oh, nice, sir. I like it. <laughs> that was one of the two I was thinking of. But the other one is my dude, Udo, who was in Blade. He is just this weird German dude that I swear just is scary to look at. He was also in line to be Satan till they cast Arnold, and they're like, we can't have two German dudes fighting each other <laughs> over everyone's souls. So he, he got I'd be bumped down. down. For it. <laughs> he got bumped down to Acolyte number one, but <laughs> Satan punches through his head just because the woman wouldn't bring Christy to the temple. <laughs> I'm sorry. She said she couldn't do it. Boom! Udo gone. <laughs> That's... <laughs> Dunzo. I'm like, holy crap. That dude's like been your biggest fan. That was your dude. That was like your Benny in the He's the, mummy, the one man. that got you the baby. All right. He did the whole rattlesnake thing. He did the rattlesnake yeah. shake. And nothing, man. I think the baby should have got the rattlesnake rattler and had like a little rattler. Yeah, that would have been really cool. I thought that was kind of cool. It's still disturbing as all get out. But. Yeah. All right, man. Well, you ready to rate this? I am. Let's rate this. Ah! You know what would have made this movie infinitely better? A bazooka? Aliong. Oh, man. Aliong is a henchman for the devil. I don't know if I want Aliong to be a henchman, because he does kind of have to be a henchman. He would have to be a henchman. Well, Arnold's kind of like an anti-hero, so Aliong could have been, like, controlling the weapon vault. And so he went there, and then Aliong, like, opened yeah, up the door. Yeah, but then Al's just like, I don't know how to give you fist. That's the only thing in this vault, is these hands. 
<laughs> just, they open the vault and it's just Ali Ong. He's in like a blister pack, like an action figure. Yeah. It's the ultimate NECA figure. Oh, hey, you guys. Open it up and it's like, it's Ali Ong. <laughs> you Special can put edition. like, Sweet. like a, a trench coat on him or no trench coat. Or, you know, he, he can have a machete or one Uzi. Those are the only <laughs> weapon options. That's his accessory pack. With, with your Ali, you didn't buy the uh, Kickstarter one, which came with yeah, the so snow sorry, cone. you don't get everything else. It would have had the the, the, the bandana cone in the head. That was the, the switchable head. And, you know, you wouldn't have had the little battery pack and jumper cables. That all kind of came with the Kickstarter. And, you know, we can't re-release that because that diminishes the people that backed us when they didn't yeah, have Yeah, really. It's really rude to them. It is. It is. So, all right, Nate, break my heart. Great end of days for me. Like I said, I didn't know how to feel about it. I didn't know how to improve it. I only knew how to improve the devil's plan. (laughs) But I didn't hate it. I was left stuck in the middle of the road. And I can't rate it 666 out of 10 because that's not in the middle of the road. So it's a five for me. I Even though I really wish I could have rated a six 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 out of ten, I but allowed that it wasn't right there, so oh. it's a five for me. It's a perfectly acceptable movie. That's fair enough, I guess. That means my metal storm rating is higher than your end of days rating. That's what is wrong with you? Nothing in this world makes sense. <laughs> Uh, uh, well, you know, I, I, I enjoy the hell out of this movie. I love it. It sounds it, like it. I, I've owned it for a long time. I did rent it because I wanted it in HD. Um, I even think I bought it on my other Xbox for like a dollar one time. I had like this free credit oh, on nice. Xbox and it's like, you can get these movies. We have special end of days, 99 cents done. Easy. <laughs> So I probably have like three copies of this movie running around. Um, I'm going to give it a seven. I it, it definitely has some flaws. It's not perfect by any means, but damn it. It's just enjoyable. It's Arnold in a horror movie that is actually done fairly well. Um, and it holds up. And you know what? It, like we talked about with Brain Scan, it was kind of like this snapshot of the 90s. And this, damn close to a snapshot of Y2K. Like, they really weren't stretching anything as far as, you know, the, the pandemonium. Yeah. the there, Dude, there were so many, like, doomsayers and, you know, people that were just ready to loot the entire planet because they thought everything was going to shut down. Like, basically, we were going to descend into Mad Max. That's Instantly. what they thought it was. Oh, yeah. No, it was the second the ball dropped, all our clothes change, Mad Max style. Yeah. There, there's no, like, progression. You know, it wasn't like the pandemic where there was it progression. Was, as soon as the electricity went out, we are going to start looting You're going to You're going to howl the at the moon. You can survive. You're going to go grab your machine guns because everything's better with a machine gun. I'm instantly wearing a Speedo and trying to make negotiations happen. I have assless chaps. I'm also assless, so I don't know why that works. With it would itself. not work for you at all. I don't think it would. I think it would always fall down. I may need a different. I may need a uh, unitard. 
Can yep. I wear that? Okay. All right, man. You're going to break my heart. Let's do trash opinions. Mm-hmm. I'm the trash man. I come out, I throw trash all over, the, all over the ring. And then I start eating garbage. And then I pick up the trash can and I... That's going to be a disaster. <sighs> All right. This movie came out November 24th, 1999. Oh, wow. I found a review from November 29th, 1999. Holy crap. So this guy saw it, you know, finger on weekend. the pulse. Yes. Yeah. Mr. Gritz gave this one out of 10 and said, end of ideas. Oh, my God. Throw money at a ham-handed director and a lousy script. Mix in ludicrous acting and ho-hum special effects, and you get end of days. I never thought I'd leave a film missing Tom Arnold, but after enduring a lifeless Kevin Pollock as Arnold's sidekick, I sure did. Gabriel Byrne was even worse, playing Satan with a palooka New York accent. Someone should teach his agent the word no. And poor Rod Steger, his decline continues with another bald caricaturation role. Has it really been 35 years since the pawnbroker was released? Arnold is, well, Arnold. Without competent direction and a decent story, he's just a pumped-up Austrian peasant lost in the big city. You get what you pay for with Arnold. But you'd better stay, better make sure the vehicle can carry his weight or he'll collapse with everything around him as he did here. I don't usually draw far reaching conclusions from films, either good ones or lousy ones. But in today's is clear evidence that something's rotten in Hollywood. Everyone involved in this monstrosity should be ashamed of themselves. Wow. It's a lot of words. I really, that was like mean. And like, you know, he wasn't talking to be talking like he was out for blood. No, he was out for blood. I The only thing I think I would agree, and it's weird because I want to, it's one of those weird things where you want to agree yet disagree. Yeah, Kevin Pollack is no Tom Arnold. I mean, that was gold that they got in True Lies. But that was the right setting for it to have that amount of comedy mixed into True Lies. End of Days is not a spot where you needed tom arnold whatsoever no that would have been super bizarre yeah i maybe could see though maybe someone that had a little bit more chemistry with arnold than kevin pollock but that also comes down to the writing they didn't really write it out to where these guys have a huge history together you know it's just that wasn't the point of the movie so uh i hate when they do the one out of tens it's not there has to be a terrible movie to get a one yeah you gotta be you like know, metal storm it's gotta be like thirst to get no score no that doesn't make any sense it still it, doesn't it's unworthy of rate that <laughs> that is where that stands metal storm got a five and a half i don't know what you're talking about I, no it didn't it did it got <laughs> five and the half. average score it's average with me all right so that's it yeah i think that's it i think we're done yeah, I all right. Bravo. Yeah, we did good. Yeah. I had no idea we were gonna descend down into what why machine guns make movies so much better. That, that it was be only a, a matter of time. Should be a segment. I like it. <laughs> we should do that again. All right, man. 
Well, this is uh, one more till our Nate announced it. We do Reanimator, which is going to come out on Halloween Day. Coming out one day early. So if you've already got us on your uh, subscription, it'll drop regardless. Or some of you, it'll be a nice little trick-or-treat treat. Trick-or-treat. That, yeah, Trick or- what's that? I can't fix it if you acknowledge it, Nate. It'll be a nice little trick-or-treat. Trick or treat. Treat? Trick or treat. I'm dropping the bit. So it'll come out on (laughs) Halloween, day of. (laughs) It'll be a nice treat for everyone. There you go. On Halloween, where everyone does trick or treat. It's going to be a bloody good time. Yeah. I might edit all that. I don't know. All right, man. Well, I think that's it. Uh, I think it's time we uh, remind the people how to find us and for them to go check us out over on Facebook at our Give Me Back My Action and Give Me Back My Horror groups. Uh, Follow us over on Instagram under the same names. We're on Twitter. We are on TikTok on YouTube. That's where you catch our live streams of new movies. We just covered Hellraiser 2022. That was a lot of fun. Pete set in on that one. That was a treat. It was really nice to have Pete. We did not know that was going to happen until like a day before, I think. Yeah, that was out of nowhere where he's like, hey, can I come? And I'm like, of course. Sure. Do I have to wear pants? Just don't stand up and you'll be fine. So, yeah. Uh, also, make sure you go check out all the other shows on the Give Me Back My Podcast Network. We have Good Beer, Bad Movie Night, Give Me Back My Pro Wrestling, monster movie stomp down which they are in they should be doing their halloween uh special month where i think they're doing like 10 mini episodes of uh their favorite horror movies leading up to halloween and there's gonna be like a special drop for their halloween special it's gonna be really cool i think it's gonna be fun also please go check out i know you hear me with flynn hendrix which is now featuring tales from the haunt of course it's the perfect time to be checking out that show uh go check out some haunted houses then listen to the interviews about the haunt actors and the people that do the special effects and run those things so really interesting stuff to check out please if you listen to us on spotify or apple Podcasts, leave us a like leave us a review uh spotify's five stars so is apple Podcasts. uh those are the two main ones for reviews but like when you do that, it greatly helps us out. It helps us discover uh, new people discovering us. And then, like, thank you so much for listening to us. And, like, each month we've just been growing more and more. And, like, it seriously is overwhelming. It's, it's amazing. And it, it's so cool to just be like, who are these people? Like, where, where are you coming from? And, like, just thank you so much for listening to us and, and putting up with our nonsense. Yeah, new states light up all the time on our uh, analytic app. New other countries, it, it's it is really wild. Yeah. Like, like Nate you said, are seeing, it, you are appreciative. Yeah, just all we're asking is take the time because like it happens with me too on podcasts. I listen, to, I'm like, oh shit, I forgot to like this one yet, or you know, follow it, or I forgot to give them you know five stars or whatever I feel is appropriate. It's five anything stars. you can do to boost, share the show out. Just shove your phone in someone's face and go you should listen to these guys they're the awesomest shove your earbuds from your ears into their ears clap them into their face and then make them listen to us consensually yeah okay (laughs) careful nate 
<laughs> oh, it's only slapping earbuds. Oh. Well, seriously, thank you, everyone. And on that note, Charlie, what is the good word? You'd be amazed at what you agree to when you're on fire. <laughs> So what happens in 2999 when the devil comes back and we're all living like a Wally civilization? Yeah, won't we be in space? So taking over the world would be kind of easy, wouldn't it? It'd be kind of pointless for him, I guess. He'd be like, or he'd, he'd literally <laughs> would like re-inhabit John Travolta's body from Pulp Fiction. and He'd just be standing there holding his coat. Yeah, he shows around. up and he's like, where is everyone? He's like, what the shit? No one told me this was going on. Yeah. Meanwhile, we're waiting for Wally to save us. We're all fat in hover chairs. Yeah. Hover rounds. I mean, we're going to be dead, but those people will no, be No, not fat. me. Not you? No. Did you I got a plan. A you do a deal with the devil. No, not that dumb devil.